Hey, what's up, guys? It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and you're now tuned in to Talk Yo-Ish Podcast. Welcome, guys. It is Monday, July 12th, and I hope you're having a wonderful day. If you're in Atlanta, Georgia, it is nasty, nasty outside. It's raining. We've been dealing with rain for, like, in the name of Jesus. Like, it seemed like 30 days and 30 nights, it just will not stop raining. We're not in Florida. We don't we don't desire the hurricane season here. Um, so please, whoever is handling the harp, the meteorologists out there in the world, can y'all figure out something else to to give us some sunshine? You kept us in the house for 18 months and now you told us we can go outside, but we can't go outside because it's raining. And one minute is raining, one minute is sunny. Two minutes is raining. Next minute is cloudy. Next minute is sunny. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to wear a sandal and galosh, one leg's pants, one leg shorts, a tube top, an umbrella, a jacket. Like, come on now. Y'all doing the most out here with the weather. Get it get it together. Get it cracking. But if you are in the Atlanta, Georgia area, guys, it is Monday. It is approximately currently right now uh, 75 degrees with a high of 82 degrees. But keep in mind, guys, it's raining. It's supposed to be raining now all the way up until, and it's currently, you know, 4 p.m. It's it's supposed to rain all the way up till at least 8 p.m. And then tomorrow rain, Wednesday rain, Thursday we get a smack of sunshine, Friday rain, Saturday rain, Sunday rain, Monday rain, Tuesday rain, Wednesday. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? Like, look, I can do some things. I can handle certain situations. What I don't like is rain. I get we need rain. We need it for the, the the animals and we need it for the foundations and we need it for the earth. And we we just need rain. Our plants, the people and the things that survive off of water, we need that. I get it. But do we have to have it 30 days and 29 nights? Like, that's all I'm saying. Period. Anyway, guys, welcome. It is your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. And today I'm giving y'all all things me. You get me for a whole 60 minutes to talk my ish shouts out to everybody tuned in and listening to me we about to do some big things we got new times new shows new days we popping what's good period okay period now first of all guys i want you to understand and and let me clarify this we're not only on iHeartRadio. we are on spotify we are on pandora we are on Amazon Music, we are on Google Podcasts, we are on TuneIn, we are on Player FM, and we are on, um, um, darn it, Podbeam, I'm sorry, I lost a train of thought, but so don't think we're just limited to iHeartRadio, so if you're not a fan of iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, uh, podcast as far as uh damn long forget it guys i'll put it in the comments (laughs) because i can't i can't think that's too much thinking for me right now so my show now guys we got new days and new times i'm on every monday wednesday and friday at 8 p.m eastern standard time so make sure you tune in i got some celebrity interviews coming up i got some hot music coming up i got my new artist showcase coming up that i'm doing now every wednesday we're gonna start that though in the month of august so starting august 1st uh or whatever day 
the month of August drops on a Wednesday because uh, I don't have a calendar in front of me, guys. Uh, we're going to start doing an artist showcase. So that means if you're a new artist and you want your music to be displayed on Talk-ish Podcast, please send me a DM. Make sure that you have your BMI or your ASCAP. Without that, guys, I can't play your music. And you should want your BMI and your ASCAP, guys. You know why? That's how you get your your, your residuals. That's how you get paid if somebody try to pop off your music and try to run off and not pay you. So if you're not registered, get your music registered. BMI or ASCAP. That's the only way I can get you on. Now, if you just want a basic interview, please make sure you still send me a DM. I can get you on and we can get it popping, whether it's via Zoom or live here in the studio in Union City. Please follow me on Instagram at Brooklyn's with a S finest three, four, seven. And I'm going to spell it for some of y'all that are a little illiterate in the ears and the eyes. B-R-O-O-K-L-Y-N-S-F-I-N-E-S-T-347. Also follow us at Talk Ish Radio, which is T-A-L-K-I-S-H-H-H Radio and Talk Yo Ish Podcast. And that is T-A-L-K-Y-O-I-S-H-H-H Podcast. Please make sure you follow and tune in at all times. That's where you're going to get all the up-to-date information about my shows and all the other shows that's airing on Tokyo-ish podcast. All right, guys? So, today's topic, since we got through the introduction very well, today's topic, guys, is all about branding, advertisement, and social media. Okay? So, First off, let's talk about branding. And if you know me, I always speak highly of investing in your brand, how important that is. Because, listen to me, you, yourself, you, yourself, and I will always think that whatever product or service that you're providing to the community is the biggest shit ever, right? But in order to make everybody else believe that your ish is the biggest wherever, you have to be able to brand yourself and you have to have a marketable brand. There are so many different ways to brand yourself. But first, let's start with social media, okay? So social media is a big avenue, especially now, the new millennium. There are so many options for um, branding yourself on social media, right? So Instagram is one of the biggest, one of the biggest tools that you can use for advertising yourself and branding. Not only do they give you the option to brand yourself on your page, your own profile and your own platform, they give you an option to advertise with them as well to Facebook, which you can actually choose and pick how much you want to advertise, how many days of the week and how long you want to advertise it for. So you get ranges from $5 up to $100 or more and how many days, how many times a day you want to advertise. And it'll break it down. So if you say, look, I'm starting out, Brooklyn, I don't got a lot of money. That's cool. Start off with $20. It'll tell you how many people it will reach within that $20 range within a seven-day period or however many days it is at that time. So advertisement is very important. Now, As a person of yourself, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, no matter who you're connected to or who you're added to, meaning bringing value to someone else's brand, you have to always advertise yourself. 
You want to safely assume that someone else will advertise for you or advertise that particular brand that you're attached to. But nine times out of ten, it may or may not happen. So you can't solely depend on that. Because, see, when things go left and they're not getting what they thought in this partnership, then who you think they're going to look at? They're going to be like, oh, well, it's you. No, it's you. Because I bring what I brought. Now, your job as the brand that I'm partnering with is you are to advertise the bigger brand. So people will come and tune into my brand. If you don't advertise the bigger brand, then yeah, it's not going to be good on my end, nor your end, nor the brand's end. But at the end of the day, you can't think for other people. Okay. You can't solidify what other people will do. And that's no shade to absolutely nobody because if you know Brooklyn, if you've been tuned into me, you already know there's no gray with me. There's black or white with me. I'm going to either like you or I'm not. I'm either tell you how it is or I'm not going to talk to you at all. I'm not going to give you the uh, mm, the maybes. I'm not going to give you, well, I, let me think about it. No. With me, it's fuck you or pay me. That's it. You don't get nothing else in between with me. So for people that assume when they see me or judge me just off of a conversation for the first time or see me on social media or in other outlets or other institutions and assume that, oh, Brooklyn look like that maybe type of chick, fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I am not. I am not the maybe chick. I am not. And sometimes I have to curve my conversation only because it can offend a lot of people. A lot of people are not open to one change. They're not open to two criticism. Me, I'm very open to change and very open to criticism. But let me make you understand one thing. When it's coming to change, I'm open to it. But your change that's going to affect me, my life, my brand has to make sense to me. Logically, emotionally, and financially, those are the three things that it has to make sense to me for. Now, it may make sense to you in 10,000 different directions. So the way it makes sense to you, make it make sense to me. Because if it doesn't, I'm going to sit back when I hang up the phone call and be like, yeah, that didn't go well. I, I don't, yeah, that, that don't make sense. And eventually what I'm going to do within the next 15 or 30 seconds is reach back out and make a conversation because now I don't I don't know and I don't like to not know. To me, that's that gray area that I don't do. It's this or that. No, maybe. It's I like you, I fuck with you, I don't. It's not I don't know. It's one or the other for me. There's no three options with me. One or two. Pick door number one, pick door number two. Door number one is going to let your ass in. Door number two is going to let your ass out. Which one you want to do right now? Just tell me which door you want to come through. And I'll let you know where you can go at that moment and at that time. So when it comes to branding, guys, make sure that you're very invested in your brand. That's very important. It uh, will help you go far. It also teaches you to never assume that absolutely nothing is for free. See, when I came into this industry 20-some-odd years ago as a model, I was unsure. I just knew I wanted to be a model. Fuck it. I want to be a model. I'm pretty. I want to be a model. But then I didn't realize the shit that came with being a model. Back then, you had to have a comm card. And if you guys don't know what a comm card to another, then you knew boobies. 
uh, a comp card then was basically your information and portfolio on one piece of paper versus walking around with a book of pictures, right? Back then, that's what we had at the time. Remember, times change as you get older. So a comp card would normally have all of your information either at the top of your comp card or at the bottom of your comp card, which is all of your contact information. Um, your back of the comp card would normally have the jobs that you've done. If you've done any modeling shows or any runways or anything like that, it would have all of your resume information on the back. The front would have your pictures. It would give you a full body look, a face look, a fashion look, a commercial look, and a runway look. That's normally how it went, okay? So back then, you had to hustle for a comp card. And was in the back then, the industry, I'm not going to front. The photographers were trash. There was some great, respected photographers. Shouts out to uh, <laughs> 365 Photography, my guy, Brooklyn. He is the dopest photographer thus far, I have to say, that I have encountered. Now, I have not encountered a lot of the newer photographers, but for me, he is the best, the most professional, and he's going to give you A1 plus pictures, period, okay? But uh, getting back to what I was saying, back then, photographers were grimy, and girls were looking for a come up. So if you wanted a free photography shoot, you had to show some pussy. You had to show some ass. You had to bend it over. You had to give the photographer something to look at when you ain't around, right? That's not me. I ain't never been that chick. If anybody know me, I've never been. I'm not selling ass for cash. I'm not selling uh, a twine for time. I'm not selling anything. I'll pay you for it. But what I'm not going to do is give you images and thought process later on when I'm leaving while you're looking at my pictures. Now, I'm going to give you sexy. I'm going to give you stranger, but I'm not giving you a uh, bootay. Okay? <laughs> I'm not giving you that. So back then, it was just a lot of that griminess going on. So what I did was I did a spinoff from my modeling career when I realized and got married and had a daughter that, um, okay, maybe I can't do this no more because it takes a lot of time. And my husband was not playing and he was Guyanese. Shouts out and may his soul rest in peace. Um, he wasn't having it. So, of course, I had to change up some things. So then I began and created something called Get It Girls Entertainment, which basically I groomed young models that were trying to come into the industry and teach them the do's and the don'ts of the game. Show them the pointers, uh, tell them how to represent themselves if I wasn't around to represent them um, and just give them good quality sound communication. But see, in doing this, it's like becoming a manager slash agent. And now you have taken on a whole nother role to be mommy to these girls. I was a makeup artist. I was the hairstylist. I was the fashion stylist. I was the booking agent. I was their manager. I was everything. Mind you, at the time I had a daughter, I had a husband so I'm still trying to hustle and grind between working a full-time job because unfortunately, guys, when you first start in a brand, you got to work till your brand gets off the ground. So you got to hustle and grind and make it happen. There's going to be a lot of less sleep, but it's going to pay off in the end. But I did that for a while, right? Worked out. It worked out wonderfully. I was popping back in, a, I'll say, early 2000, say from 2000 to like 2008, I was popping. When everything was lit in the city and streets of Atlanta, I was popping. I was bringing the girls to every event you had. We were showing up and showing out, okay? But then I fell down a flight of stairs and broke my foot. 
and I was out of commission for a year. But because I thrive off of the industry, like I need to feel that feeling of, and it's hard to explain to you guys, but it's a feeling that I thrive off of for me personally. Um, I had to get back. So once I was able to get back into the swing of things, my foot was doing a little bit better and I was able to get off crutches and out of a wheelchair, I started um, another brand, which was Get It Girls Entertainment, okay? So Get It Girls Entertainment was a spinoff of Jump Off Modeling. Jump Off Modeling was a modeling agency. Get It Girls Entertainment was an entertainment company that provided very pretty and attractive women or men, but I only had women at the time, um, to pop up at your event to be eye candy, to be uh, an audience, to to be there just to look good and make you look good. So I did that for a while, right? Then bang, I get pregnant with another child <laughs> and have my son. And then after that, everything kind of just said pause. I had to let everybody go because I can't do a seven-year-old daughter and a brand-new baby boy. It wasn't working for me. So hence to say that career went left. My modeling, my entertainment, my everything companies kind of paused for, for the next eight to ten years of my life. I went back into the corporate world, worked in the banking industry, and I did my due diligence. But then a couple of years ago, I'll say about seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, my, my youngest daughter now, that's eight, she probably was about one years old. I decided to take a stab at it again, okay? At 40-something years old. I'm like, yeah, I want to do this one more time. So I did it. And that's how I met 365 Photography. Shouts out to him. Um, we were on Facebook, and that's when Facebook was popping. Instagram wasn't out. I think Instagram might have just came out, but nobody was really into it. But Facebook was the thing. So I was on Facebook and I met 365 and he hit me up and he was like, yo, I want to do a photo shoot with you. And I was like, yeah, I appreciate it. I used to model, but I'm too old now. I really wasn't into it, but I continued to watch and follow Brooklyn. He had a great eye. He did some dope photo shoots. And one day I said, I'm going to hit him up. I'm going to do a photo shoot just, just for me to see if I, a bitch still got it. I did it. Bong. It was phenomenal. Needless to say, that one photo that I took, took my career and his career, Brooklyn, to the next level. And here we are, eight years later, Brooklyn is doing phenomenal. Please follow him on Instagram at 365 underscore photography. And yo, our careers, we talk about this every now and then when we do Converse uh, and laugh like, damn, who would have ever thought we'd be here in our careers now? You know what I'm saying? We never would have thought that. But God always has a plan. So your time is always patience. And make sure it's always imperative to stay in your hustle, no matter what. All right? So, again, let's go back fast forward to what I was talking about, branding and advertising. So it's very important that you brand and you advertise. Okay? Very, very important. Because if you want people to respect your hustle, respect your grind, respect your brand, you have to invest in it. You can't expect somebody to invest in you and you won't invest in yourself. Shouts out to DJ Hercules. Shouts out to the Shea McCrae's. Shouts out to the Chris Chow's. Even shout out FUBU Radio. 
Shout out to everybody that's hustling and trying to get there to that next level because we're all trying to do something. But we all got to play our part and stay in position. I always tell people, stay in your lane. I know my lane. I stay in it. I'm not moving and maneuvering less of anywhere out of my lane only because you know why? At the end of the day, um, if I course to another um, lane, one or two things are going to happen. Me, I get bored quickly. So if it doesn't interest me after a certain period of time, then I'm not going to do it. So I always try something for 30 to 90 days to see how it goes. Um, and after that, I'm either all in or I'm gone. Doesn't make it a bad decision or whatever someone else is doing that I involve myself in something that is not a great idea. It just may not be my niche. I have to be all in, 10 toes down. Now, people go through things and things happen and you can't control it and that's life. But overall, I only involve myself in things that I see longevity with. Things that I know I'm going to have a passion for today, tomorrow, next week, next year. One thing people don't seem to understand is this main word passion. There's one thing to start a business. And there's two ways to start businesses, okay? The first way is starting a business under your passion. You're passionate about this. This is what you want to do. So you create a brand. Or you find something. Oh, yo, I could make some money off this. It's a cute little niche. You run with it. That's the second way. Now, these two ideas can go one or two ways. The passion may take a little longer to blossom and groom because it's your passion. Yours. Not theirs, not his, not hers, yours. So now you got to make him and her understand and believe in your passion. You have to make them say, okay, okay. I ain't see that first, but now I got it. What's good? What we doing right now? Okay. So it'll take time to build it. But understand anything that you work hard is worth working hard for. Your passion will pay off. It will take time to build it, but continue to grow and never stop. No matter what, a lot of sacrifice is going to be involved. You're definitely going to want to understand sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And if I could cap that with the air caps so y'all could see it, sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. I've sacrificed my mortgage. I've sold my Rolex. I've sold some bags. I stopped paying. I didn't pay my insurance for a month. I didn't pay my power bill one month. I made sacrifices for my studio. But now that it's up and it's here, when I tell you this is my passion, I created this passion in the heart of COVID. I was scared to death. I said, what the hell am I doing? What the hell? What the hell? But now she's here. She's one years old, and I'm so excited to see her continuously bloom. Every chance I get, all day, every day, I'm thinking about Talkish Radio. What I can do better, how I can advertise her more, how I can brand her more. What can I do better as an owner slash radio personality to make my shows greater? I'm always consistently 24-7 thinking about my passion. 
So that's why when people walk into my studio, they'll be like, yo, this is dope. You know why? Because I put my heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears, and my passion into this studio. And I'm still grinding. It ain't over. It ain't over to the fat lady. Well, in my case, the thick lady (laughs) sings. But overall, it's my passion. Now, let's get to the niche. A niche? I can make some good money off of that. Now, you can make some quick, fast money real quick. But if you don't brand it properly, if you don't advertise it properly, that money, that niche will die. Just like anything else. Quick and fast money sometimes don't always last long. If you don't have the proper tools, the proper knowledge, and the proper understanding of what it takes to continue this quick, fast niche, like say if you create a T-shirt, right? And your T-shirt say, oh, hell no, right? But a celebrity picks up your T-shirt and puts it on. Now the T-shirt is viral. Everybody want this T-shirt. First of all, you wasn't prepared. You thought it was a hot, quick niche. So now you're getting orders after orders after orders, and you ain't even created or even printed or even registered the name yet for the business. So now you got to go into go mode real fast, real quick. You got to bring some people in. You got to pay these people. You got to get this stuff done. Bong. But once that niche dies, and it will die, it will slow down. What can you do next to continue that niche and enhance and hear when I say branding and advertising. That's where it comes in. You lucked up and had a celebrity put on your t-shirt. So your advertisement and your branding went through the roof, but now you got a new product. That celebrity might not like it. Hell, nobody else out there might like it, but you in your eyes thought it was hot. You said, boom, this is going to work. So, yeah, this got to work. No, that's where that one-hit wonders come in. They got one hit that popped off. Now, their next single, you don't hear it. You have no idea what it is. Now, that has a lot to do with their advertisement and their PR team and who is helping them market their strategies. And if that don't work well, then boom. Nobody's going to know what your second single is. We might hear it, but it ain't going to be as big as that first one. So, sometimes when you have that fast niche, It's great. It feels good. It's a passion of the moment. But what happens is if you fulfill that niche, if you don't put some passion behind that niche, then all it will be is a niche. That's all people will know you for. Oh, that's that chick that did that T-shirt, that one T-shirt? That's all they'll know you for. They won't be like, yo, you know that T-shirt, oh, hell no. They won't know you like that. They be like, oh, that girl that made that one T-shirt. That's what they'll know you as. So keep that in mind, guys. Keep it in mind. Excuse me, I had a hiccup, guys. Keep that in mind because if you don't advertise and you don't brand, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, it ain't going to end well for a lot of y'all, okay? Guys, I know I've been running my mouth, and it feel like I ain't even came up for air. I'm like, damn, Brooke, you going to? Is you going to come up for air, boo? Like, for whatever. But we're going to go ahead and get into a little music, guys. You know what I'm saying? Because my thing is music makes me feel good. You know what I'm saying? In the morning before I work out to get my blood 
pumping and flowing and get my muscles activated, I always dance to music, right? Whether I do it on the gram or I do it in my living room, I put on my waist trainer and I just dance for like one or two songs, right? Because I have to get that feeling, those muscles opened, and I have to be in a niche to do it, right? And then I go ahead and start my workout. Get my workout juice, get my water next to me, my vitamins there, and I do my one, two step for about 30 to 45 minutes of workout, and bang, it's over. Twice a day. Period, guys. But, guys, I don't know if you know, and I know you, I'm sure you guys have heard, we got so much different genres of music. But Afrobeats is like the new ish right now. It's not even new ish. It started last year. But, COVID hit and things happen and life change and it is what it is. But Afrobeats is just a lot of different, let me say, a lot of different instruments. You know what I'm saying? A lot of different beats. Now, I'm not from Nigeria or from the continent of Africa in any fame, form, or fashion, but I love the music. It just makes you want to move. Like, I used to take African class back in uh, junior high school. I wanted to bust out with one of my African dances <laughs> every time. But now, the music that we call African music is now considered Afrobeats because they have more of a little pop and a swing. And I don't want to offend anybody in the Afrobeats genre, so I don't really know 100% of how your music is labeled. But I'm going to say on my opinion, Brooklyn, that I like it only because it makes me move. So 90% of the time when I get up in the morning, I'm praying some Afro beats because it's going to definitely get my blood flow, make me feel real good. Even though it's ugly outside, guys, if you're in Atlanta, yo, just put on some Afro beats and jam. But I'm going to give y'all a little taste right now. We're going to get to it. Make sure y'all tune in. It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest. Let's go. I 
I they talk. Yeah. Tell me why then they use Panadol for our headache. Yeah. How I go drop if my baby no top. They want to spoil our market. Yeah. I don't wanna be a player no more. Yeah, I don't wanna be a player no more. Cause my guys call me Cristiano. Fresh and flashy, I hope you're very nothing. Cause we'll be doing something, something I know you like, something that make you smile, something your body's so perfect for. Let's not waste no time. Daddy gon' take it slow, daddy gon' make you move. Daddy taking your stress away, you gon' feel no pain. So close You know, go one person. 
What's up, guys? We're back. It's your girl, Brooklyn's Finest, and this is Talk Yo-ish Radio. I hope you guys enjoyed that dope Afrobeats music. I was in here jamming. I can't even dance like them, but I sure was making it look like it. I was crip walking in there. <laughs> I was doing it all, but hey, y'all didn't see that. Only I saw that. So, guys, I hope you stayed in tune today and, and was definitely listening to everything I said about branding your business, advertisement, all of that. Those things are very important in life in general. Okay. So enough with the, with the personal topic, I'm going to give y'all some tea time. I always give y'all the last 10 minutes of my show, some tea time. So let's talk tea. Let's talk social media, preferably Instagram. Instagram is on one thousand. You know why Instagram is on one thousand. So Let's talk about it. Drake's girlfriend, Johanna Leah's, her body is, 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 to me, it's okay. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Shouts out to On Site because I'm getting this true publication from them. So people were on the gram shaming the girl for her body, saying that she was shaped inappropriately or unproportioned. Now, I'm looking at her body. Her body don't look no damn different from some of y'all uh, uh, basement-made bodies, all right? Now, I don't shame the game and flee the devil, but I didn't have some work on mine, but I keep mines up. A lot of these ladies out here go out there and get plastic surgery and just assume that this is a microwave body. No, the hell it's not. It ain't going to stay this way. You have to continue to work on it. Tummy tucks, lipo, all of that is a consistent process because what happens is when you have a tummy tuck or you have had lipo, what happens is your body goes into shock. Okay. So your body really knows that you've had this done. It's, it's aware. Okay. We've had it done. I'm just trying to come out of the shock mode of you just cut some skin off lady. You can suck some stuff out of me. What the hell? What the hell? But your mind doesn't fully know yet. You think your mind knows. The forefront of your mind definitely knows. It saw it, it felt it, it understands the pain and the soreness and everything you're going through after the fact. But your subconscious, which runs 24-7, has no idea that you have had some surgery. So what happens is you're eating as if you still had a fupa, ladies. 
Yes. Carbs is your devil. Rice, uh, rice, cheese, and sugar is the devil. So that means soda, anything with cheese, including salads, lady, and rice. Now, I'm from the Caribbean, so rice is my devil. We eat rice with everything. Black beans, peas and rice. I love cheese, so I deem for having a um, Caesar salad. Parmesan cheese. I don't give a damn what kind of cheese it is. I just love cheese. But I also found sidebar that cheese gives me migraines because I suffer from them very, very intensely. Like every weekend I'm getting a migraine. So, and it puts me under for three days, which affects my business, my job, me being a mother and everything else. So I had to stop with cheese completely. But ladies, when you have surgery, you have to wear garments. You have to wear your... uh, your faha and your waist trainer now if you've had lipo and a tummy tuck you cannot wear a waist trainer immediately you will be wearing your faha probably for the first i want to say six to ten weeks you'll be wearing a faha and if it was up to me i wore mines every single day literally i still wear mines and i'm a year in august 21st would be a full year that i had my tummy tuck and my uh lipo and I still wear my Faha, and I still wear my waist trainer, but I rotate them now. So one week straight, Monday through Friday, I might put on my Faha, give my body a break for two days, and then the following Monday, I'll put on my waist trainer from Monday to Friday. And that's how I do. I rotate them every other week. I wear my slimming cream. I drink water, and I work out. And that's what keeps my body looking the way it does. People be like, Damn. How you got your body looking like that? I'm like, look here. First of all, I had a little nipping tuck. (laughs) I ain't going to front or ever lie about anything. I had my breasts done and I had a tummy tuck and I had some lipo. I'm 47. Not that I had a bad body before this, but I had three children and I had two C-sections. And if you've had C-sections, ladies, then you do know that that upper upper vagina fat is skin that will never be removed. You can get the stomach flat as a board. But that hanging skin, you can't take away. It doesn't shrink back into your body. So the only way to remove the skin is to cut it off. And that's what my big issue was for me. I was feeling very insecure about wearing certain outfits because of that skin. I had gotten my body. I became a pescatarian, got my stomach all the way flat. My body was like bong, bong, bong. But that extra lip of skin that would protrude in fine, thin dresses just irritated me. I didn't do surgery to go scout a man. I got a man. I got an awesome fucking man. Fuck you, man. Uh, I did the surgery for me. Even when I started dating him, I expressed to him, hey, just so you know, this is what I want to do. This ain't about you. This is something before you. I always wanted to get it done, so I'm getting it done. He supported me, and here we are. My breasts, I got that done six years ago. That was just something I always wanted to do only because I always had small breasts my whole entire life. So the only time I ever had big breasts is after I had my kids and all the milk was in there. I was like, Jesus, let the babies stay this way. But, of course, God drained me like a fish. So that didn't happen. So here I am. I'm very content with my body. I'm 47 years old in August, and I'm extremely excited about my transition Ladies, if you've had surgery, don't be afraid to be honest with anybody that you deal with or your true friends. They'll love you. If you've had bad surgery, it is what it is. 
Stop going to these fly-by-night surgeons. Stop going to a person that never went. I only go to people that went to somebody. Other than my, um, the guy that did my breast, which was in Birmingham, Birmingham, um, Birmingham Alabama, Dr. Heading. Um, he was the only person that I had never went off of a reference. But I had researched him for five years before I actually went to him. Um, he never had a, a bad review, and everybody praised him. So five years later, I decided to go ahead and get my surgery done. And I've been excited and happy with my results ever since. So I don't go after that. When I had my tummy tuck and my um, lipo, it was after a referral from someone else. Um, and I actually went somewhere in Atlanta. I can't pronounce the doctor's name, but if you do want to know, send me a DM and I will definitely um, send you her information. But I had my surgery performed at Northside Hospital. She is located at Northside Hospital and she is really, really reasonable, like Miami reasonable, like Atlanta charged 10 grand and up for a tummy tuck and lipo. But she was under five, like. And she did a phenomenal, like, let me tell you, I've had other surgeons look at my stomach and tell me whoever did your, your, your C-section, I mean, sorry, C-section, <laughs> whoever did your tummy tuck and your lipo, your cut is phenomenal. Even eight months after surgery, I went to the, I went to the, to the, to Miami, I had on a bikini. You couldn't even see the cut underneath the string. Like, that's how thin my line was. Like, shouts out to her. I don't, I can't pronounce her name because she has a foreign name. But if you are interested to know exactly who I wear, because I don't believe in crabs in a bucket, I share information. Send me a DM on my Instagram at brooklynsfinest347, and I will definitely get you over her information. And just tell her that uh, I referred you, and she'll know exactly who I am. I've referred tons and tons and tons of people to her. So, you know, she's excited about that. But ladies, 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 before you go have some surgery, do your research. There's the Dr. Miami's. There's so many different doctors, the, the 305 plastic surgery, the Miami Surgical Centers. There's so many different locations to give you good surgery or bad surgery. Now, just because her body looked like that doesn't mean that your body's going to look like that. And a lot of them cost. Miami is a little bit more cheaper only because it's just the state for plastic surgery. So you just have to keep in mind and do your research. Don't just jump and get some surgery done just because. Make sure you've taken a look at a lot of their pictures. You've read their reviews. You've done research on the doctor. It's him, him or herself that's going to be performing your surgery. So you know what you're dealing with. So you don't get caught in a, oh, your body's fake. Nobody looks at me and thinks that my body's fake. They would never think that I had surgery anywhere because, one, I take very good care of my skin and myself, and, two, I take care of my body, and my sh ain't lopsided. Now, ass is real. If you know me, if you know me, know me, this booty, licious booty is real. It's 100% homegrown from my mama Judy, okay? Homegrown. Ain't nothing fake about my butt. But I will admit, I had my breast done six years ago, and I had a tummy tuck, and I had um, some lipo done last year. Never afraid to express what I have done. Because if you are ashamed of what you make decisions on doing with your life and your body, then why even do it? If you can't share it and let people see, then why even do it? It don't even make sense to me. That's like buying a brand new car, but don't tell nobody you bought a brand new car. And then they just see the car and they're just like, oh, you got a car? You ain't even know. Tell us. Like, don't be that person. If you're ashamed or you want 
a fictitious uh, mindset of people to feel like, oh, yes, my body is, this is homegrown. For a lot of you people that's out there selling these uh, <laughs> fake dreams of drink this tea and take this this cream or take this 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 um garment you see what it's done to my body uh-uh, uh-uh. we're not doing that we're not doing that be 100 first say i've had work on my body but what i do is constantly continue to work on my body and these are the things that i'm bringing to you that i've worked on with these things on my body that has gotten my body where it is now that's what you say don't be giving these people for falsification I hate that. I hate when y'all be telling me, oh, this, that, and the other. I respect the ones that's 100 with it. I'm 100 with mine. Whatever I've sold to you with Body Language Spa or any other product that I've put out there for me, I have been honest with you. I'm never going to front or fake or nothing, period. All right, guys. Enough of me today. Thank you guys for tuning in to me. Remember, these are new time, new shows. Tokyo-ish podcast or Talk-ish radio is airing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, okay? I get here and I talk my ish. Make sure you guys follow me on the gram at Brooklyn's Finest 307. (laughs) Brooklyn's Finest 347. And I'm going to go ahead and spell it out for a lot of you that don't know how to listen b-r-o-o-k-l-y-n-s-f-i-n-e-s-t-347 also follow us at tokyo ish radio at t-a-l-k-i-s-h-h-h radio and tokyo ish podcast and that is t-a-l-k-y-o-i-s-h-h-h podcast on the gram Brooklyn's Finest 347 is my main page. I give you all the ish. Guys, we got some great topics coming up. Tune in on Wednesday where I be having my vagina monologues. Remember, guys, if you follow me on the gram, that was like the biggest thing people was loving when I was doing my vagina monologues. Well, they're coming back now on Talk Ish Radio. Since I could talk my ish. We're going to talk, ladies. So have your uh, J cream or whatever you need to have your J fresh. Because Wednesday, I'm bringing y'all a lot of bullshit that y'all been doing. And I, 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 can't, I can't handle that. Like, I got to tell y'all how I feel, period. Okay? Remember, ain't no gray with me. It's black or white. Guys, I got a lot of new shows coming up. And I got some more great information. One more thing I'm going to give y'all before I leave. I got a new movie coming out that I am in call i did it for the gram it will be coming out in october i will let you guys know where it's going to be dropping so make sure you stay in tune we'll be filming i did it for the gram too in september so october the movie will be dropping but i'll make sure i give y'all all the handles and scandals about that guys thank you for tuning in thank you for listening to me paying attention and laughing and crying with me at all times at all expensive make sure you tune into the new show times monday wednesday and fridays at 8 p.m eastern standard time website is coming up soon stay tuned for all my ish it's your girl brooklyn's finest and this is talk ish radio baby Mwah.